Hi everybody, it's Michelle here. Welcome. Uh, so I wanted to share an idea with you today. Um, it's a little bit related to another teaching I've done in the past. Some of you know that I've, I've taught a lot about intentional thinking, planning ahead, uh, this idea of, you know, beginning with the end in mind, and very specifically, let's say you're going to create a, a change, right? And you have a bunch of people on your team, and you know that one or two people are, are just naturally going to be very resistant to this change. So they might have a certain personality type that really doesn't like change at all, um, or perhaps the change that you're trying to enact is something that you know that they're going to disagree with. So in that instance, beginning with the end in mind, let's say you're going to have a staff meeting or an event where you're announcing this new change. Well, you want to take aside those people and have a conversation beforehand so that you're, you're honoring and valuing who they are and what they're bringing to the table and you're getting them used to the idea before you announce it. Okay, so that's the, the meeting before the meeting and it's done in a very intentional way so that again you can honor and respect that person but also when you get to the actual meeting they don't throw a fit. Right now, remember, we're, we're trying to ethically influence. We're not trying to manipulate. However, you, you just want to give them. It's kind of like with kids. Uh, for those of you who have kids or have been around kids, you know, sometimes kids don't want to transition, right? They're playing really well and they don't want to go to the next thing. If you know that, that a child has a particular tendency that is going to have an issue during transition time, then one of the best practices that we do when working with children is just to take that child aside and say, hey, just so you know, in about five minutes, we're going to be going on to the next thing. So it's a very simple thing where you just let them know it's coming. Okay. So that is, is a very powerful practice. And let me talk to you about another kind of meeting. So this is the meeting after the meeting. You, you know what I mean? So you've just had this meeting, maybe you've had a staff meeting or a team meeting and um, it was going really well. And then all of a sudden, you know, the meeting breaks up, everybody goes on their way and somebody pulls you aside and they want to talk to you, right? And it's seemingly innocuous. It's not a big deal. Let's just chat, right? However, there's a few things that I've learned about this meeting after the meeting. And I really, honestly, if I work with you in real life, please don't invite me to the meeting after the meeting. Here's why. Typically in that meeting, it is somebody who, for whatever reason, didn't speak their mind in the meeting. Now, sometimes it can be that they disagree with what just happened, right? And so they want to talk through it because they feel like, okay, we just agreed on this thing in the meeting, and now if I can talk to you about this, maybe I can change your mind. Here's the problem with that. That never works for anybody, okay? 
If you have something to say, you must say it in the meeting, not after. Okay? Once a decision has been kind of finalized, don't make another meeting to try to convince somebody. It's bad business, okay? Another thing that, that typically happens is somebody doesn't understand what was going on in the meeting, and so they want to understand more. Okay, but that's your time during the meeting to ask, right? Do not be afraid to be ignorant, okay? That just means that you don't know something. The smartest person in the room who knows what they don't know and asks a question to understand more, okay? Do not wait for the meeting after the meeting to ask your questions. Now, another thing happens, and this is the thing that I cannot stand, is when you have this meeting and all of a sudden somebody wants to talk to you about what so-and-so said and how what so-and-so said and how it hurt you right? Or how it's a perceived slight or how, you know, your opinion about that person. That's not productive regardless of wherever it shows up, whether it's before the meeting, during the meeting, or after the meeting. Okay, that's your issue. That's not so-and-so's issue. And then the last thing I'm really going to focus on today is the, the politics, right? The politics. So, you know, I have been in, in many meetings, and, and quite frankly, I get paid a lot of money to go and help people run meetings well. Um, and the one thing that I, I notice is that the person in the room during the meeting who does not speak is usually the one that pulls me aside afterwards and tells me some bit of information that the whole group needs to know. However, they have this assumption, this belief that because they have this piece of knowledge, that they are more powerful. And so what they're trying to do is use it as a tool to show how smart they are, how connected they are, how much power they have, so that I or the other leader will say, oh my gosh, this person, we really need them. When in reality, you have just disempowered the rest of the team. So if you have something to say, say it during the meeting. Once that meeting is done, you must forever hold your peace. <laughs> well, maybe not so much, but you get what I'm saying, right? It's really, really important. And so um, I've started to, to say this, and some people have, uh, you know, especially in the last six weeks or so, you, you might have heard me. Um, but if I say this to you, please don't take it as an assault or an attack. Um, but I'm just really keying in on this idea of how disempowering the meeting after the meeting is. And so if for, for chance, you know, we're at a meeting and you pull me aside, um, don't be uh, alarmed if I say, hey, listen, next time there's a meeting, you need to share that. Or, hey, listen, you now need to share that with the team. Right. So it's kind of like if you think about kids again, you know, you're you're having a conversation and then you're done and then somebody will come and maybe tattle on one of the other kids. Right. I'm going to now refer you back to the rest of the team because that's where your information should lie. OK, 
So I, I'm just, I'm really, really fired up about this one today because I've been uh, three times this week. This is Thursday. Three times this week, I've been invited to this meeting after the meeting. And I don't know why I'm so uh, conscious or, or aware of this idea, but I just feel like for the, the good of the team to do the work that they need to do, this is one of those bad practices that needs to stop. I hope this has been helpful. Uh, thank you for listening to maybe what's just a rant today. I don't know. Um, if this is helpful to you at all, feel free to reach out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, and, and let me know your thoughts. Uh, and also let me know, have you ever been invited to the meeting after the meeting? And what are your thoughts on that? Awesome. Have a great day and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.